You're welcome back to Weekend Breakfast. It's Alison Curtis with you on Today FM. And Laura DeBarra, as promised, is joining me to talk about her brand new book, Decor Galore and the Essential Guide to Styling Your Home. And Laura, this is beautiful, beautiful piece of work. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm glad you like it because I know that you like style and like you're into things that look gorgeous. So I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I know it's radio and uh, it is, you know, obviously I'm holding it up in my hands, but the illustrations are absolutely so vibrant and beautiful and they're yours obviously but they yeah. they're so they I just think like 1920s I think of like you know back in a time when like the house was the castle and people were really proud of all their belongings and things weren't disposable and that's what it makes me think of when I look at the illustrations in the book yeah it's I wanted it to be a bit of a dream world as well I guess I was writing it during the really intense lockdowns and just as everyone else was like reimagining their home and what they want in a home and also I want the spaces you'll see as you go through it there to feel like there's love behind every space so why would you want to change something if you've put loads of love into it and the style through the book is all di- like you can the house doesn't look like it's the same house so I wanted to show as well that it's not that it needs to look a certain way it just needs to be for you you know yeah consideration and time and stuff so I spent ages choosing I redrew the room so many times because I just wanted to come I'm glad it's come across at you as special you know yes. yeah absolutely and I love like I mean it's obviously broken it down in you know clever ways it's you know per room but I was wondering um so the living room is what you started with and was that like that's your first big chapter and was that intentional yeah I I wanted the whole book to be like like a tour through the home um so and living rooms would always would have been at the front of the house anyway because your guests would never I dip in and out of a bit of history in and out like I love that kind of history of interiors would yeah. always have been at the front of the house anyway because you wouldn't want your guests going further into the house and people also wanted to show it off so I wanted to kind of make that point of it but then also the living room is one of the least technical rooms because when we get into the kitchen it's a bit more technical the bathroom is very technical and the bedroom I want people to reimagine the bedroom as like their safety kind of cocoon room so the living room is like glam fun most people spend a lot of time in their living room so I felt like it was a really relatable room so it all was ticking was ticking all the boxes practically and then a bit of yeah. fun you know and styling it and I love as well how that you've broken up the chapters in a way that you know it's the min is like you explain it better <laughs> <laughs> so there's the min the judge and the overhaul and when I go into spaces at work sometimes my budget is nothing I'm just able to buy like flowers for the table let's say for doing photographs or sometimes I have tenants moving in and I'm like, this layout is wrong. So the min is just the minimum. What is the minimum you can do to the space? And I say it in the book, you're not allowed to pass and go to the judge or the overhaul without doing the min. So yeah. don't buy anything. The min are these tiny little touches. There is a little bit of DIY in them. The judge then is like, okay, you are going to buy something. Let's talk about fabrics, you know, um, composition. I'm never trying to push people's hand as regards aesthetics because everyone's different yeah my flat has loads of leopard print in it my mother would rather die than be in a house full of leopard print. <laughs> so like you know like I'm just go for it in whatever style you want but it's like clever shopping and then yeah. the overhaul is like okay you need to choose a floor no one talks to us about this no one talks to us about choosing a couch and how what a couch needs to be and we all know from lockdown now things need to work they need to function they need to not bother you you can take from every single page you would get a good chunk of knowledge that you can apply to your house and actually as I was saying it's come at the perfect time for us because we're moving into 
our renovation house, hopefully in the next few weeks, that needs to be built from, like needs to be styled from the floor up. So I definitely will be relying on this. And the kitchen, um, the kitchen is complicated, like complicated as a room. And I, something that I wish I'd actually known before <laughs> was the, the work triangle. Will you explain the work triangle to people? Yeah, so the work triangle, like we have to remember as well, a lot of times when these things were done, it was done with a sole woman cooking in mind, right? So I try to, now some things will last and stand the test of time, but so I do turn a lot of what we think we know about interiors on its head because a lot of it was based around a woman being the homemaker and yeah. all of that. So I love to turn that on its head anyway. But the, the triangle is that basically it's these measurements that make sure that you're able to move with ease while doing tasks in the kitchen. So you're, it's the placement of like your sink, your cooker, um, like your fridge, like how they would all be laid out so that you can just turn and move. And I try and get people to think like some people will only eat takeaway. They won't be cooking so they can reimagine what their triangle would be. Yes. And it's how to redo your cupboards because when I started getting into like how cupboards kind of like can enhance your time in the kitchen and I redid all of mine and now I could never go like it's amazing everything is just where it should be for the task and it helps you really use the space well so I've taken this like ancient kind of practice of the kitchen triangle and put it into more modern life but yeah. it's super interesting because you get to learn why it was there and why the dimensions are there and it just keeps you moving because there's been I did a lot of when I was studying fashion about clothing a lot of clothing and workwear was designed so that the worker could be as efficient as possible yeah so when you see pockets to get a spanner out of etc so the kitchen triangle is similar to that it's to make you it's less risky less spills less dropping but also to be able to move quicker because people who did cook in the home at that time cooked all day long it is really fascinating like literally our kitchen just went in yesterday I'm like now I'm like does it have that triangle I hope it does it definitely will I, I honestly kitchens are terrifying like whenever I do them at work I'm like oh my god but they needn't be because usually like the um, fitters and most people start with the triangle before they even if they're not a designer and they're putting in just the cupboards they yeah. know it's like a practice that's done you know and kitchens just have a lot of things we don't know about in them so if yeah. we start to learn about them it becomes a fun thing to get to grips with but my thing is interesting and I think a lot of people neglect the hallway and they don't really think about that as you know they think of it as just uh, the passing through but what you've done in that chapter I find really interesting as well because I'm a renter and I also absolutely hate the way interior knowledge and teaching is approached and when people say budgets and it's actually just a buzzword basically not true I wanted to make sure that the hall was catered for, for like renters. People don't think that the hall is there. It's like, how do you add things to it that aren't like drilling into and putting in loads of storage? Yeah. Like the hall is still a space. It welcomes you. It's your meet and greet. It's the one that like kisses you goodbye before you go to work. Why not set it up that way? Like your hall should be a space where you walk in and go, I'm home, you know, and I wanted it to be accessible to everyone. Like I always say there's a seat for every single person at the table when I'm talking about interior yeah. And usually people just break it into budgets, but lifestyle, living on your own, living with family, renting, homeowning, not spending anything, spending loads. And you have to include the hall because it's your greeter. You know, it's the one it's a, a space that really helps you get out the door and yeah. helps you feel like you're back home. So I'm glad you enjoyed it because it's a yeah. tiny space, but it's. It, it's worth getting into the detail of it you know and you do you do talk about that like as in you know small spaces you know how you can make them work better because that is the reality for a lot of people is that our spaces are not huge anymore you also do the office which is brilliant do you think one of the biggest problems with office space at home is that people don't actually actively convert it they just kind of slot an office into an already existing room like they don't try and make it more of a workspace 
Yeah, and I think we think of an office as an entire room. But like you say, it should just it's just your workspace. And all you actually need to do is like follow rules that they have almost in like a factory. Lighting has to be bang on. You need to keep your melatonin levels at the right level. If you have it too bright, it can kind of get you a bit too freaked out. If it's too warm, it actually gets you a bit sleepy. So it's like clever ways. Like I always say, like, just forget Pinterest right now. Let's yeah. get into the practical setting up an office space, even if it's on your, your dressing table. Like I had an office space in my bedroom in a flat chair. And I had to create this zone that when I got into it, I was stepping into a bubble. So yeah. it's about that, no matter what, because a lot of people teach you about the home office as if you're absolutely loaded living in a mansion <laughs> and you have an endless budget. Instead, you've got to think about it. Who am I when I'm working? Am I someone who's on the screen? Do I need long periods of time? Am I doing loads of video calls and start building it around then? Because this book is all about who are you? You know, what do you need to make your home help you help your days be better? Laura, I'm honestly, when I hold the book and the same with your gaff goddess and actually gaff goddess. So loads of our stuff, we moved into this rented place, went into storage, but the one book I kept about six books out and the gaff goddess was one of them because I like, I need it as a reference, but when I'm holding this, I actually, you're, I just feel like I'm classier already, even if I'm not doing anything different. <laughs> it makes me want to go buy like champagne, like proper champagne glasses and have yeah. my makeup done. <laughs> See, that's what it's like. And I always think like a book like Jay Corgalore finds you, you don't find it. She's yeah. looking for people like you who want <laughs> to be like, I want to enjoy my space and I want to do it in a fun because yeah. usually in tears, all about fear. Have fun with it. Like it can be glam. It can be fun. It can be camp. But it's not even, and I have to give you credit because it's not even just the book, but I've put up a few queries in the last year and you're instantly either on Instagram or you save my fridge in the rental place. I'm like, that's what that little thing is for in the back of the fridge because it's building up water. I'm like, Laura says to just stick it in here. And, it will take it <laughs> and my husband's like, okay. And about my other fridge, I was like, can I still use it? Like, you're so wonderful. You're very generous with your knowledge and you're like, it's proof in the book, but you're very generous online as well. People can get you on Instagram and you do brilliant videos to like literally practical things to help people I always just think like if it just helps one person save some money if it just helps one person feel more confident in their home and their abilities people think that styling is just about how your house looks it's not it's it's a mind frame you know it's minding yourself I hope you're proud of it I hope you realize like I'm sure the first time you picked it up and held it and you're looking at it going oh my god but it's just it really is remarkable it's brilliant I'm just so glad you have her in your hands now before you go in and move it so excited (laughs) Thank you so much, Laura, for your time. I really appreciate it this morning. Thank you. Thanks a million.